Howdy, folks. It's time to put your mouse ears on for the Mouse Ears Podcast with Brooks, Kara, Kelton, and Steph, where we discuss all things travel, but mostly Disney. Brought to you by Fairytale Journeys Travel. Everybody and welcome back to another episode or episode one of the Mouse Ears podcast. Uh, my name is Kelton. I am one of your co-hosts for today, this episode. Um, with me today, I've got Brooks, Steph, and Kara. Uh, how you guys doing today? Hi, everyone. Doing well. Wonderful. Well, uh, so today we're going to kind of go over some uh we got some news that came out on monday may 8th if you guys saw disney released some information regarding uh first off they're dropping uh the bookings for 2024 on may 31st so that's going to be good we'll be able to book those uh soon um they are taking away the park reservations now i don't know if you guys had seen but when I was going through that, I saw that annual pass holders, those poor annual pass holders are still having to book park reservations. Um, I call it discrimination against annual pass holders. <laughs> oh man. But Hey, at least with the annual pass holders, as long as it's Monday through Friday after two o'clock, you don't have to make your park reservations there. I know when that happened, cause you're so already excited, in the park, but <laughs> I was surprised because since they did away with park reservations, like somewhat for annual pass holders, I thought they might be the first to get rid of them altogether. But no, now we're, now we're hanging on, unfortunately. And everybody else gets to go all willy nilly without park reservations. Well, that was (laughs) one of the things I had seen. So if you bought was it dated tickets? Mm-hmm. I believe for 2024 and in the packages. Yeah, they're they're free game at that. You uh, you can do bus roulette again. That's so exciting. Bus roulette. That sounds like a good time. My goodness. <laughs> um, so along with that, we've got uh, we got some great news. Disney Dining Plan oh. is returning. Woo-hoo! Yes, for packages starting no on January 9th. Finally. You know, I, I think it's because I had given up. I had truly given up. Like, I'd taken all my hopeful energy and put it into hoping Park Fair would open, which is like the one thing they did not announce today. So they, they so when Dining Plans came back, I was just shocked. I had totally given up. I, You know, I'm right there with you. I thought they were gone. It was a thing in the past. Because when they came out with that gift card uh, promotion mm-hmm. yeah. back in April... I thought oh, this is going to be the new thing, mm-hmm. but lo and behold, Bob yeah. Iger does it again. <laughs> Dining plans. He loves to blindside us, doesn't he? I mean, it doesn't matter how much of a fan you are. They still come up with new ways to just keep us on our toes and bring us new news all the time. Seriously, this was, this was unexpected. I, the, the, I, I, I've been doing this almost eight years and I don't ever remember this much huge huge news all at once 
any any well, one of these announcements would have been a huge announcement on its own. Well, I, and that's the thing, just the number of things that they're 2023, this entire year so far has just been just been a year of changes. I mean, mm. it it's becoming really nice that this is the pre COVID Disney yeah. that we had, we were so used to. I mean, they finally came back with annual passes and now yeah. Disney dining, they've got a bunch of discounts for the summertime too. I mean, it is just, it's a good time. I gotta say, it's a good time to go and visit. I mean, not that any yeah. time's a bad time to visit, right? <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's not. But so uh, that's a valid point you brought up because I hadn't. So I'd booked a client for August last month, and you know they're not Disney Disney visa holders. It's their first trip to Walt Disney World, and I was able to get them at Coronado. I think it averaged to like $170 a night with the, I think it was the 25% off that they got. I mean, I don't think I've stayed at Coronado for that cheap. (laughs) It's such a good deal. All all the discounts they have out right now are really, really good. Yeah. And it's for all the resorts. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're staying value, moderate or deluxe. I mean, you can get a good deal on everything. And then on top of that, with the news that they dropped today is that they're adding more extended hours to resort guests as well. I mean, I know right, that you had, that like, they're keeping them. They, they're keeping them. They, uh, early entry for all resort guests and then the extended hours for deluxe guests. They're going to continue that into 2024. So that's amazing. Yeah, yeah we're gonna that's more to look that. forward to. I mean, I think they it's a win, win, win. Yeah, they announced that during the 50th. So I think that's them saying that wasn't just for the 50th. We're going to keep it going. So, Well, that's and that's a valid point that you brought up there, Steph, about that. So uh, for the extended uh, evening hours, sorry, for the morning hours, yeah, they're keeping the 30-minute uh, entry on that one. Mm-hmm. And for the extended evening hours for the deluxe resorts, you got everything included that Disney owns plus – They've added in the Swan, the Dolphin, and the Swan Reserve, and even Shades of Green. So even if you wanted to go stay at, you know, one of the Swan or Dolphin, you still have that that evening hours, which honestly, you could do a lot in just that that two, yeah, three people, hours there. People would think 30 minutes early entry at the beginning of the day is not a lot, but you can really get a lot done, especially with not a lot of people at the parks. I mean... You will knock some stuff out, you know. So for anybody <laughs> who doesn't know, benefits. So anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, um, so Disney used to do it's called extra magic hours, and it was certain days, certain parks. You know, one day it would be an hour in the morning at Animal Kingdom, the next day it'd be two hours in the evening at Epcot, and it always changed. And you know, I, and that was great, but they did away with that and just made it across the board, every park, every morning, a half hour early. If you're staying at a Disney resort, you can get into the parks a half hour early, which, right, Steph, like you were just saying, oh, a half hour doesn't seem like much. Personally, I love it because it completely takes away that that planning aspect of like, okay, which park is, you know, which park has the early, which has the late, we got to really, now it's just like, doesn't matter, every morning, every park, you know, you can get in, you know, and one of our favorite things to do is when we stay at either beach, yacht, or boardwalk, right there by the International Gateway of Epcot, every time when we do early entry, we hit Remy, first thing, and then you can 
motor over to Frozen and knock that out by 8.30. You've got in two of the biggest rides in that park that have the longest waits and you're done. And they're just now letting people into the front gate. So you could even still, you know, theoretically hit another one with not that bad of a wait. So it really does. It makes a difference. And then what they did change was that any extended hours at night are only for deluxe guests, but that's two days a week. It's Mondays at Epcot and, um, Wednesdays at Magic Kingdom, which is an absolutely fabulous benefit also. But I just love, I just love that they made it the same across the board. It's, it's less thinking. And I, I don't know, I'm a fan of less thinking. <laughs> well, especially <laughs> on these trips like that. <laughs> it, it is because, you know, the less thinking you have to do, everybody knows you don't go. I feel like you don't go to Disney to take a quote unquote relaxing vacation that is you know i go on a cruise for a relaxing vacation hello disney cruise line but couldn't have said um, it better myself for yeah exactly so for walt disney world i mean it is yes and i mean you are you are getting up earlier making sure you are like right there at the magic kingdom at the entrance by eight o'clock so you can get in that extra 30 minutes at 8 30 before they open at nine and you know, at that point, it's you can knock out Seven Doors Mine Train. You can hit Thunder Bears, Mountain yep. and Space Mountain if you're willing to, you know, cross the lands like that. Or you could just do all of Fantasyland way before the park even opens, mm-hmm. and then you take your stroll down Main Street. Lightning Lane passes there too. See, then you know? you know. Well, so let's talk about Genie Plus here, right quick, okay? So the last thing that they brought out was uh, Disney announces uh, plans to bring advanced booking to Genie Plus and Lightning uh, Reservations for Disney World. So how do we feel about that? I mean, I personally, I'm, I was up at seven anyways, booking the Genie Plus and booking my Lightning Lightning Lanes, but advanced, that could, that could be good. I mean, now we're going back to Fast Pass Plus. Yeah. And this is, this is, it it was kind of like a pseudo announcement. They announced that they're working on it. Basically, there's no dates. There's no, like, this is happening at this time. They basically said, we've heard you, you know, people don't want to be on their phone as much in the park. So we're working on a way to possibly make lightning lanes in advance and we'll, you know, give you more information at a future date. So that, that was the announcement for that. So it's not like, you know, a hard and fast date or a hard and fast, like how this is going to work. But the good news is the fact that they're talking about advanced lightning lanes, right? Because it used to be with fast pass, you could book three fast passes per day, 60 days in advance. And you at least had a little bit of structure to your day. You knew you were going to hit you know, Thunder Mountain, you knew you were going to do Space Mountain, and then you could kind of like fill in the gaps, you know, we don't know, we don't know if that's exactly how it's going to be. We don't know a lot. But the fact that they're talking about advance, I think has got a lot of people really happy. Well, one thing I like too, a lot of the stuff that they've announced is, is for 2024. So they have times to work out the bugs um, mm-hmm. with the dining plan. Since they haven't had it for a couple of years, they have time to work out the bugs for 2024 mm-hmm. with the Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. And when it first came out, people weren't 
that happy with it. So then they went to the day of, so maybe it wasn't as much of a strain on their servers. Mm -hmm. So now that they have now said they're working on a better plan to have it for 2024, they have a chance to work out those bugs. So when they roll it out, it's a smoother transition than they're announcing it. They're going to start it tomorrow. And then we have all these bugs coming with it. Yeah, we've been there too, definitely. I mean, I'm I'm happy they did that. I'm with you there because mm-hmm. no nobody likes when my Disney experience goes down in the middle of your I mean in the middle of you booking mm-hmm. that lightning lane and it costs you thirty five dollars per person, that would be a heart attack. I mean, flat out I'm sitting in, in my Saratoga Springs one bedroom villa and have a heart attack <laughs> because you just spent I don't know, thirty five dollars time four, five, six, eight people. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's nuts. Well, and I that think is. too, with being able to do anything in advance, that's going to give more value. That's going to help people be like, okay, I'm willing to, you know, pay that amount because I'm going to know going in that I've already got these set up versus, gosh, I hope I can get, you know, this or that or whatever it might be. And then and yeah, also like we were talking about Brooks with like the working out the bugs. I talk about this modify button so much, but it's such a game changer. Cause when they first brought out genie plus in order to change a reservation, you had to cancel it and rebook it this past December. They introduced the modify button, complete total game changer. It added the value of genie plus just absolutely skyrocketed. And so I really hope that, Yes, when it when they do reveal whatever this is going to be, however it's going to be, they've got it done well from the beginning. Yeah, I, exactly. That modified when I was there in February, that modified button just oh, that, it, it was a lifesaver. I it love like it. Lifesaver. Oh, um, my favorite thing about all of this too is just the fact that Disney is recognizing that you know we have. Mm-hmm. claims we have desires for things to be fixed and changed and modified so that our experience whether as a client or as a travel agent is better for the experience as a whole so the fact that they added that like when you know we were discussing earlier how the genie plus it's hey we hear you we know mm-hmm. that you have some concerns or requests the fact that they're acknowledging that specific aspect even if they don't have it down packed yet mm-hmm. it's something to look forward to and it really makes it that much more important for us you know hey they're listening they care they want mm-hmm. us to be having the best experience possible even though there's constantly new things being you know brought to the plate or brought to you know to the forefront which can be overwhelming but you know these are the things that makes things easier all, all across the board that's a really, really good point. And actually, when I posted about all these announcements on my page today, somebody commented, oh, wow, they're actually listening. And I think, just like you said, that aspect alone it makes a huge difference in every, in every, you know, and thinking of everything that Disney is going to do across the board. I, yeah, those are all. They're, they're great. I'm happy that Disney is listening, which means it's going to make our job as I think travel agents a lot easier, you know, not really set because Dis- Disney doesn't really need to be sold, you know, and when you're in the travel agent business, I think the hardest part is trying to sell us and what do, you know, what do we bring for, uh, 
for the clients. Um, but before, because we got more to talk about this episode. I mean, we're bringing up, we're going to be doing some uh, tips and tricks from a travel agent. And thankfully for all of our listeners, we do have four phenomenal travel agents from the best uh, platinum uh, travel agency out there. Uh, but before we go on, does anybody want to just do a quick recap of of what came out uh, today? The uh, the five things that Disney released here for our listeners. Yeah, sure, I can do that. So, um, so a lot of this, um, all of it, pretty much, is for 2024. So, they announced booking for 2024 will be able to be done May 31st. So that alone is huge. It's usually June. Historically, it's like mid late June. So this year, it's a little bit earlier. Wednesday, May 31st is when we will be able to quote and book. 2024. Now it won't be the entire year. It's usually 499 days out, um, but we'll be able to book the entire year, usually by like August or so. Um, so that alone, that there is a huge announcement. Then they hit us with the dining plans, which if you're like me, you've been hoping and wishing against hope that they come back and they are, and it's huge, huge news. And, but um, there used to be three dining plans. Actually there used to be four, but they're coming back with two dining plans. So with these 2024 bookings, uh, as of travel January 9th, 2024, you will be able to add either a quick service dining plan or the Disney dining plan. Now that there's different structures to those, I'm not going to go into all of that. You know, we'll have more details once they announce them. We don't have pricing information yet. That's a big question mark. Everybody's so curious now, but we all know food prices from four years ago are different. So obviously those prices are going to be higher than they were. Um, and then another huge, huge thing that people have been hoping for, no more park reservations for uh, date-based tickets. So, and those are really the, the tickets that most people have um, that are part of packages and that people buy as, you know, standalone ticket purchases if they're staying off property. Um, Annual pass holders, as we mentioned, for some reason, we're still going to have to make park reservations and things like group tickets and certain certain um, ones like that. But for the most part, uh, the vast majority of people going in 2024, starting January 9th, are not going to have to make park reservations, which is just absolutely huge. Um, and then again, the uh, continuation of the early entry for all Disney resort guests and continuation of extended hours for deluxe resort guests. And then the hinting at Genie Plus, again, nothing like set in stone, but they're talking about looking at ways of uh, possibly booking lightning lanes in advance. So that's a, you know, a TBD, that's a stay tuned, but again, a very, very exciting in that that could be coming and in that they're listening. So I think, I think, was that everything? <laughs> there was I think that much. was, <laughs> yeah, today was a big day for, huge, uh, you huge. know, for, for Disney news, uh, Monday, May right. 8th. We won't forget that. Oh, man. No. That's for sure. And I just want to reiterate too, real quick, you know, that is the perk of having a travel agent booking those days because you know unless Preach. you're in our position and you're a super fan <laughs> you know some some news like these like these this is a big big news draw for disney but in general you know we're constantly getting hit with new news all the time and being a travel agent it's our job 
to be on top of that so that we can provide the best services to our clients and include it in whatever trip experience that they might want or have or not even dream of having. Right. We'll dream it for them. And we've talked about, well, in our first episode, if you listened to episode zero, we mentioned that Fairy Tale Journeys is an earmarked platinum agency and earmarked means we got this news. We are, you know, we are able to get this news directly from Disney. And I had it posted on my wall literally minutes after it came out. So like you were just saying, we eat, sleep and breathe this stuff. So this is why you want to work with somebody like us because we, we know we literally up to the minute <laughs> on this and stuff. as well when like promotions drop we're able to specifically for disney mm-hmm. we're able to include those promotions into applicable reservations which right. people don't realize that and you know in the end it could save a couple bucks that you can use elsewhere say disney dining <laughs> if we ever find out what the pricings there are for that <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a good time for sure. Um, so let's go ahead and move into uh, the reason we all gather here today. <laughs> we are doing the top three tips from a travel agent. Um, so we took we took a few hours here and we gathered together out of everything that we know. We gathered together what we thought would be the top three things we want our clients to know. Um there really weren't any rules, but I know some people, I think some of you guys probably base this maybe around one thing. I know myself, I did not. I kind of did more of a generalized uh, things because, I mean, we are a podcast of all things travel, but mostly Disney. So mm-hmm. I may be the odd person out that kind of broadened the horizon, but that's okay. So I think here's, if you guys agree, I think here's how we'll do this. We'll take, we'll start it with our number three. And work our way up to our number one or however you guys wish to do it. And then we'll just kind of go, you know, round robin type of thing and say each one at one time we can discuss it or we can move on Mm -hmm. all the way up to uh, our number one. Love it. Sounds good. I'm so curious. And we may or may not have. Yeah, we might have overlapping ones, but if we do, I mean. More power to the tip, right? <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or Dennis recommend Trident kind of a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way to do it right there. Um, does anybody want to start? I'll start. There you go, Brooks. Take yeah. it away. So um, I would say my number three pick, uh, which also I have a bonus real quick. I know we uh, – oh. The oh, bring in the honorary oh, mention. Yeah. Honorary, real quick. Uh, the popcorn, like the popcorn buckets at Disney and at Universal, make great souvenirs. That's just my bonus. Mm-hmm. So my number three tip is invest in a decent. Uh, they're called EDC everyday carry backpack for your trips. Um, a comfortable carry with your backpack all day can make all the difference with your trip. Um, I know whenever I found the bag that my wife and I use, because my wife also does photography. So sometimes we carry the big camera with us. Sometimes we don't. Um, But having a bag that is small enough to where you can fit in the lockers at Universal, but also um, being able to have it on your back all day and it not kill your shoulders from the straps is 
it was just a huge lifesaver. So finding a good, decent backpack that you can carry with you, it was a game changer for me. That that really, really is. Because, I mean, when you're when you're there 10, 12 hours in a row, nothing hurts more than that gosh darn backpack. <laughs> if anyone wants to know what backpack I use, ask me on the discussion board on our Facebook page. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, Kara, since yeah. you're below Brooks here, why don't you go ahead and uh, go on my screen? All right. So I don't, I don't know if I thought of mine in any particular order, but um, I'll have this be my number three. So as I've uh, said, I'm, I'm Disney specific. I only do Disney. I'm a Disney purist. So all my tips are going to be uh, Disney and, and very much um, Disney World and Disneyland. But my number three is to make a plan, but be flexible. So it's very good to have some kind of structure for your, like, this is very much for park days. Have, you know, a sit down dining reservation, have an idea of at least a couple rides you want to do, and maybe a show you want to see, something like that. You know, have kind of a basic framework, but then within that, be flexible because you're in Disney and you just don't know what can happen when, and my goodness, the people that, you know, I have to talk down from um, planning every minute or every hour. I once had a woman say to me that she was terrified to miss something. Terrified was the word she was using. I was like, Oh my gosh, we gotta, we gotta bring it way back here. So that's, that is my number three tip to yes, have a plan, definitely have some kind of plan, but be ready to be flexible, especially when you're going with kids. But anybody with kids knows you always have to be flexible. Well, I mean, when you talk about a client not having or wanting to do everything, mm-hmm. I worked there for five years. Yeah, no, I've gone every year since 1993. Yeah. You can't do it all. It can't be done. With that in mind, it's a perfect segue for my number three. (laughs) So I'm actually a really big foodie. Like for me to enjoy my trips to the max, I love to eat and I love to drink. And one of the greatest things about Disney is that they always have new foods and drinks, whether it's Mm. for a festival or for a season, specialty stuff. They're always bringing in new things, which for me really, really makes a trip. So my number three tip is actually to... Look at the menus before you go pre-trip. Look at what they're offering. What are special for your the time period that you're going to be at the parks? Parks, any park really. It could be Disney, it could be Universal, it could be pretty much. This is applicable for most things, I think. But of course, Disney specifically, um, I think it really makes a big difference because when you're at the parks, I just know that the last thing I really want to be doing is going on Instagram and finding out, Hey, what's trending now at the parks? What food? No, you're not going to be looking at, you know, 30 different menus either. If you're at Epcot, you want to know, you want to know going in what, what interests you, what intrigues you and have a plan because when you're hungry, you're not thinking, Oh, well I have to now book it from one side of the park to the other to get this one item. But if you know ahead of time, what things you want to try You'll be able to eat and drink and kind of plan your day so much better and not get hangry and be able to enjoy some of the cool, unique things um, because there's always something new to try and do at Disney. Let's be real. And that's one of my favorite things about it. So that's why so I'm you guys. 
you must be a real big uh, flower garden, food and wine type of person. Oh, yeah. That's my I bread and butter. <laughs> food and wine is my season at Epcot. Absolutely. 100%. Oh, love to. I, I'm, I'm the kind of person that I'll have the booklet and I'll even rate my foods that I eat in, or the foods and the drinks that I eat because it's important to me. <laughs> and some things come back and other things are new. And I just I love to be able to um, experience as much as I can. And I can never experience everything. <laughs> I go every year. <laughs> no, we cannot. Um, so I'll finish up our uh, our number three options. And mine, I'm I'm very much I'm with Kara on this one. You know, it's don't don't stress about it. You're not going to be able to do everything. Mm. Have an idea of a plan. You know, mm. pick three or five things that you want to do. Mm. You know, and honestly, it's. It's gone in Magic Kingdom, but I remember when they had the Rose Garden there mm-hmm. where you could actually literally stop and, you know, just smell the roses. Mm-hmm. Take that extra minutes because, you know, they've got the the things on Main Street that pump out the smell of popcorn or the bakery. There are so many little things around, and this is probably going to be a whole episode in its own, mm-hmm. little things around the parks that you'll miss Mm -hmm. if you are going from one attraction to the next looking at your phone to get that genie plus or that lightning lane for you know remy or now for tron is the big one i mean you're gonna miss things you have to be okay with it so go with a little bit of a plan but you know be willing to just branch off if you have to yeah a hundred percent and I, I didn't mention this during mine, but one of my biggest memories is my, my youngest was maybe four. He and I were in Tomorrowland and we were booking it over to um, Adventureland. We were cutting through the hub to meet my, my husband, and my other son. And we were walking through there over the Tomorrowland Bridge. And he's like, look, mommy. And he saw the ducks and he wanted to stop and look at them. And I had a choice. I'm like, am I going to be that mom? It's like, nope, come on, we got to go. Or we and we stopped. We stopped and we looked at the ducks. He loved it. He's like, look, there's a mommy duck and a daddy duck. Where's the Zachary duck? <laughs> and I remember that, you know, so it's it's those little things. And there's so much to notice at Disney. So if your kid, you know, notices something, wants to check it out, you want to, you know, be able to do that. Because that's such a huge, huge part of the charm. Absolutely. Brooks, kick us off with your number two. Well, my number two would be uh, invest in a good power bank for your devices. Uh, Amen. We we keep on mentioning uh, Genie Plus, Lightning Lane. Uh, We are constantly on our phones looking at the wait times and uh, looking at when the next show is going to be at whatever park you're at. Mm -hmm. And the batteries seem to not last as long as the phones get newer. So invest in a good power bank, bring a couple of extra cords to put in your nice uh, everyday carry backpack. And you will, when it comes to one, two o'clock and your phone's on 2%, you just plug it back in and you're good. And I just want to say that that's applicable to any trip, not just Disney. I mean, Disney, for sure, you have like, you know, your magic band plus now that you have to charge your phone. Um, what else? There's so many things that you significant can others phones, your mother in law's yeah, right? phone. There's, just, there's always something, the friends right, that you meet charging. in line that, that 
kid is playing the phone and it's on 2%. They're about to have a meltdown. So you let them borrow the power bank. So the kid is not having a meltdown and it makes everyone's trip that much better. Well, of course, so do because you have will then save the day. So do you have a favorite power bank? Cause I know that Disney has their fuel rods, but so I have, have never used, I have never used a fuel rod before. Um, the one that I use, which I actually used it so much that I now need to purchase another one, mm-hmm. is Anchor uh, makes a very good ones and I like just go for about as many kilowatts as you can go for. Yeah, well, now that's, great. A, that's within a your great budget. point. You know, when you talk about because if you look up, you know, it's M A A H. I think is what the it's called, but it's the um, this number for your phone battery. You look that up with your phone model and then you can go in and find that power bank that is hopefully either that size or more than that, because you never know, you could get two charges out of just one power, you know, one power bank. So, so never hurts. My favorite power bank actually is a solar power bank. And it's pretty much the same size. It fits in your pocket. It's a little bit thicker. I think it's lithium battery. So it will set off the metal detector as you go through because God knows that's happened to me a few times. <laughs> but I, when I tell you I've gone to the parks with that solar, you know, that solar block <laughs> and I've been able to charge my phone. I've gone in there with my computer and I've worked remotely, been able to charge my computer. I'm telling you, it is awesome. You can do double or triple charges. And if you have a backpack, like the ones that you were saying, Brooks, you just hook it onto the outside and we get plenty of sun here, right? So you can charge your portable battery while charging your actual devices. It is a game changer for me personally. Again, something I use in any trip that I go on. I think for the two of you, we're going to have to get the photos and links and we'll pop to post them up in the group page because that'll be a... Yeah, that'll be a good thing for our listeners okay. to know. Um, Kara, hit us with your number well, two. I've been, I'm so engrossed in what everybody's saying that I forget that I'm like, shoot, what's my number two? Um, it is, oh, so again, this is uh, Disney, um, but it is to book early. One of the absolute best ways to get the best price on a Disney World vacation, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney book early. The further in advance you book, the uh, bigger range of options you're going to have for where you want to stay and for the room categories. And you're going to avoid ticket increases. Uh, Disney ticket prices historically go up at least once a year, sometimes more than that. Um, So I have absolutely had so many instances where I've, I've had somebody book way in advance, they've gotten a standard room at a resort, they've locked in the pricing. And then somebody who books, you know, wants the same resort, the same tickets, they end up paying more because they now only a water view room is available. And the ticket prices have gone up. And I've even had people book later and get a discount. And they're still either paying more or about the same as what the person paid who booked early. So People, it's funny, I don't know why, but people sometimes are like, oh, should I wait to book in in case a discount comes out? No, never. Book early. And why I have what I call my 80% rule. Even if you're only 80% sure you're going to take this trip, book it. 
because one of the absolute best things about Disney is it's only a $200 deposit for a hotel and ticket package at both Disney World and Disneyland. And you can cancel up to 30 days in advance and you get a full refund. There is practically no risk. So if you don't end up taking the trip, okay, great, you cancel it. But if you do, you've locked in the ticket price, you know, that it was way before. You're not paying increased ticket prices. You've got the room you want, all that kind of thing. Book early. Same thing with Disney Cruises. The lowest price is when itineraries are first announced. So as the ship goes up, the price goes up. So want the best deal? And I know. Book early. I know Kara's a Disney purist, but that does also uh, include cruises and things like that, other different trips. You know, yeah. cruises, the price will go up the closer you get to, to sailing date and the more rooms that become unavailable, everything goes up. So definitely booking early is the way to really take advantage of those sweet deals and the good prices so that it becomes more affordable. And if you can allocate more money in something else, you can. Right. Well, absolutely. Because, you know, I read, I was reading on the Royal Caribbean blog uh, and they they mentioned something. I'll post the link on the Facebook group, uh, but it was something exactly along that line. So I agree. But because that's why May 31st, 499 days out. Mm-hmm. Why not take advantage of it? Um, Steph, go ahead. What's our number two? So my number two, again, it can be used for practically any trip. I used it, I use it for Disney a lot. Um, I even used it to uh, <laughs> for things like weddings and heels. <laughs> it's blister band aids. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are lifesavers. They are game changers. It doesn't matter. You know, it could be shoes that you've already broken in, but you're walking so much and you have the wrong socks and you're like, oh crap, I have a blister. What is at the bottom of your foot? On the side, on the back, blister band-aids save lives. I swear by them. <laughs> yeah. And something as small as a blister, it can ruin your day. And I mean, hundred percent. You can have 100%. everything planned and perfect and everything, and you've got a blister and you're in pain. Oh, well, <laughs> you're done. And, and I don't think people there's a lot of walking really involved. Shoes, but when you're wearing them for eight hours at a time, they become not so comfortable. And I, that could be a whole episode in of itself talking about what kinds of shoes to oh wear in the gosh. parks, you know? <laughs> but there's really, it's the amount of walking that gets done and you're sweating and this and that and the stop and the go i mean you you should prepare for the worst and blister band-aids that's the worst for me (laughs) you know they're game changers because like you wrong pair of shoes no you're you're toast or maybe your sock is just a little too short and it's just rubbing Mm. against the back you know band-aids can do so much blister band-aids takes it to a whole other level (laughs) i actually just recommended blister band-aids to uh a couple that's going on a honeymoon in europe but i'm like that's a lot of walking blister band-aids and they're like wait what that exists yes it does (laughs) it's almost as essential as like sunblock here in florida (laughs) so i'm gonna hit you with my number two you know not really well if you're going to disney universal Alan Disney's Alani uh over in Hawaii. You know, unless you're lucky like Steph to live just a few hours away from the most magical place on earth, you, you're probably gonna purchase a plane ticket. And my number two 
is to purchase them six weeks out from when you're planning to leave. That's usually, from what I've seen, that's usually the lowest point on the prices. But the other thing, it's a two part of the other thing is using either a private browser or go into like incognito mode type of thing because those those cookies add up on the computer and in real life. So you have to, you know, you got to use a private, a private browser because the more you look at those plane tickets, you're going to go, Oh my gosh, they're going up in price when in turn they're, they're really not. So use those really private browsers. It is. That's a good one. It is. Yeah. Um, so Kara, mm-hmm. your top number one. Okay, here we go. Tip from a travel agent. All right. And uh, do we have a drum roll? Oh, I can actually get you one. Oh, no, that's that's you. you. Use a travel agent. That is the That's it. That's the pinnacle of tips. Like we were talking about before with all this news. Listen, who has the time to keep up with everything that's going on with Disney? Only crazy people like us who are, you know, obsessed. And why not (laughs) let our obsession work for you? You know, like, why not? You don't have to think about all this stuff. When people go to plan a Disney trip, even, you know, newbies always, it's overwhelming. But even people who have been either pre-COVID or even in the last year, so many changes all the time and you know they're busy living their lives they're not paying attention to every single disney update that comes out like we are so when it is time to plan a trip you come to us we know what's going on we know exactly you know how to help and again i'm only disney but my lovely colleagues here and my lovely colleagues at fairy tale journeys they can help you with you know all inclusives and cruises and all that kind of thing. And the best part is, you know, they say you can't get anything for free. Well, when it comes to this, that's actually not true because our help is included. It, it, I, I love it. I, I've, it's just such a win-win. It's so unique to this industry. And, you know, it's like going to a gym. This is how I always think of it. You go and you join a gym. You pay all this money to join a gym. And they say, here you go. Here's a trainer who can tell you how to do everything. And you say, no, that's okay. And you go to each machine and try to figure it out. Why would you do that? When the trainer is right there and doesn't cost you anything extra and can get you through everything smoothly and help you have the best workout. It's the same exact thing. Use a travel agent. Yeah, I messed up on that one. I meant to hit the mic button earlier. Um, no, exactly. That's that's exactly it. I mean, why not when it's it's included? It is. So, Steph, your number one. Well, my number one actually coincidentally might be something that someone else also has as their number one, but. I cannot emphasize this enough. The amount of times that I get asked over and over and over again, can I bring a water bottle to the park? Yes, you can bring a water bottle to the park. Bring a water bottle to the park, people. You will regret it otherwise. I mean, having to pay four plus bucks for a water bottle, and sometimes you don't even like the water that they provide. What is it, Dasani at Disney? 
I like to mm. <laughs> so, I'll specifically search for the locations with the smart water because I can't do it. Exactly. Anything. And that'll be a whole other episode too. I'm yeah. always looking for Where the water bottle refill station. <laughs> yeah, there aren't enough of those. Mm. Um, but they are popping up more and more every so often and the value of them is just incredible. So yes, people, you can bring your water bottle, bring it. It will make your trip that much better, especially when you don't want to spend money on a water bottle that you, you know, and you're just like, okay, where's a quick service where they can give me free water, you know, water cups. Yes, you can get free water cups, but they don't refill your same cup and they're not that big. So when it's really hot, when it's 90 degrees in Florida, you're just trying to stay alive and hydrated, bring a water bottle. When your sweat is colder than the Florida weather. (laughs) absolutely Uh, not my brightest moment (laughs) brooks your number one my man what you got my number one uh actually coincides with a point that you brought up earlier kelton take your time and take breaks um there's a quote that my brother used to have on a shirt adventure is not a race um you know we try to squeeze every moment we can in our vacations. We try to do as much as we can, but take the time, smell the roses, enjoy your vacation, schedule breaks in that, you know, that week long trip that you have to where you can just relax and recoup. Um, it has been a life changer on the, on my vacations to where you can just, relaxing you just enjoy yourself more adventure is not you know like we were like we were talking about there there's so much there's so much to see and do in these parks so it definitely it definitely is worth it to take that break um well i guess i'll finish it up with my number one Uh, and i'm i'm again kara and i are lining up here you know pretty good uh my number one is to find yourself a travel agent in that specializes in wherever it is you want to go. I mean, like we had talked about in the last episode that we have, I think it's over 250 agents within FTJ, at least for me. Um, you know, if I have, I actually just passed off a client like two weeks ago. Cause she came to me from a referral and said she wanted to book uh, in Puerto Rico. I've I've been to Puerto Rico one time, and that was when I stepped off a Royal Caribbean cruise ship to do an excursion. Um, and even though, yeah, that that probably would have been, you know, some decent commission off that, but I'm not willing to risk somebody's vacation that they that they paid for just so I can earn a little bit of money. You know, right. it's it's your vacation, so. I'm going to, you know, if you're coming to me and wanting to do something that I don't have much knowledge on, I'm going to find somebody for you. So, yeah, that's that's going to end that for me. And I think that's going to kind of end it for us from the uh, the top three tips from a travel agent. I think we did pretty well there. Yeah, I love it. So, well, um, before, yeah, as before we are, we, mm-hmm. go ahead. Take it, okay, take a sorry, step, do I'll it. Say, <laughs> well, let's say, well, before we, we sign off, uh, we want to let the audience know that one of the things that 
really, really interest us to do and to interact with our audience is to do a trivia question towards the end of every episode to get you guys interacting with us and letting us know what you guys like to listen to, but also to give you, you know, little secrets and things that you might not know about Disney or who knows what else. So one of my amazing colleagues is going to take it away from here. So, yes, uh, one of my other obsessions is trivia. And uh, some of you listening may know I host or had been hosting Disney trivia every Saturday when the uh, when we were all in lockdown. Um, so for this, <laughs> I don't know whether to do this one because nobody's going to know it. Um <laughs> There might be some hardcore no, Disney fans no, no, out there. No, no, the, no, I, nobody's going to know that. It is going to be educational for everyone. Then. So, yeah. So <laughs> and I'm looking forward to it. Basically, this is a way to learn this. Um, in the beginning of this podcast, there's a little intro. And in the beginning of this intro, there is Morse code. So the trivia question is, what does that Morse code spell out? So if anybody happens to know Morse code, maybe you will get it. But... Yeah, that is a great question, Kara. Do <laughs> I know the answer? Hmm. <laughs> Not bad so, at all. <laughs> I love it. So for those of you listening, uh, if you guys want to go and check us out on Mouse Ears podcast on Facebook, you can plug in <laughs> what you think the answer is to the Morse code question from Kara tonight. And our goal is to, at some point, once we get more viewer interaction, we would like to potentially give away some swag to our winners. So we'll give you until the end of this month to answer the question, and then we'll announce it hopefully in a future episode what the answer is for the Morse code. So other than that, please, please, please follow us on Mouse Ears Podcast on Facebook and also Mouse Ears Blog on Instagram. And I think that's about it for tonight. Does anyone else have any last minute goodbyes that I might have missed? No, I think. Uh, I think you hit it on the head. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, from the Mouse Ears podcast, we wish you all a happy, happy rest of your day. Have a good day, guys. Buenos noches. Mm-hmm.